in a world. Four friends, one mission. Mikey, what are you doing? I'm doing the thing for the podcast. It's not that hard, bud. Dude, just say the name. Fine. It's the Freedom Friends Podcast. Well, here we are. It's yes. Monday. It's hot. It's not that bad over here. It's not bad. I can hear your fan. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was a Boy Scout, man. I'm fucking prepared. <laughs> Ding. 19. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Boys, yeah. it's been two weeks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Feels weird. Yeah, yeah, John, pay the bills. Yeah, me to do it? Yeah, you do it. Okay. Uh, so welcome to the Freedom Friends Podcast. Uh, that's Scott. We got Dave filling in for Mikey because he's out Hola. gallivanting around the world. And then Jazz and I'm John. Um, it's brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Score yourself a sweet 15% off. Uh, a wellness.us for all your CBD needs. Freedom Friends 25. Get you a quarter off your order. Um. Freedom Friends 10, 10 at, IC, at Tech. IC Tech Coolers or ICTech.com for those who get it. And uh, grillyourassoff.com slash Freedom Friends Podcast. Uh, score yourself 15% off over there with that. And if you like these whiskey glasses we're drinking out of, oh, yeah. we actually have them back on the website. We do. And coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. I saw and the new coffee mug. I'm going to have to buy one of those. We got I hoodies like that. coming soon. I like that coffee mug. Yeah. We got hoodies. They should be live in a couple of weeks. We got uh, ashtrays are back in stock. Um, green humidors are in route. Travel humidors should be within the next couple of months. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Yeah. Um. So stay tuned for all that. And then, uh. Yeah. Yes. So well, that's it, boys. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, <laughs> we, we have to keep doing the podcast long enough for me to at least finish my drink. Oh, if I could drink up, bud. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably have a couple. Yeah. But, uh, yeah um, and so Justin brought something up on the screen just now. Uh, before we get into the podcast, I want to. I very, very rarely will Warfighter <laughs> do any kind of a GoFundMe or promote any kind of one or what. We just kind of like it's not what we usually do. Uh, this one's kind of close to John and I. So the Battle Force is having, which is our old unit. Uh, 3rd Battalion, 327 Infantry, uh, is having a Operation Tapeworm reunion. 20-year reunion for um, taking out Uday and Kuse. Yeah, and they're having it at the, at the Infantry Museum in Fort Benning. But they're doing a GoFundMe for a really good reason. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't really throw it out there. But uh, they're trying to raise money to pay for the Gold Star families to attend the reunion. Uh, and so... Justin's going to have the link on there. If anybody, if you guys care to do it, uh, you know, the gold star family, uh, they lost their, their child or husband or whatever, um, in combat. And it was with the unit John and I were in or a subsequent unit that they went to, but they somebody was attached with us. Yeah. yeah. Who was, who was in our unit at one time. Um, and so I, I think that's a kind of a noble cause to get the families out there, uh, you know, give them some, you know, like, you know, I think when a when a a death happens in in combat or whatever, the family like all the guys are deployed, 
So they might get to see like one or two guys that they're, yeah, they their person first line with. leadership or, yeah. some, or some sort of leadership from their unit. You know, so um, it, I think it'd be good for these families to attend and hear some stories and, and yeah. hear and see what everybody else is doing and, you know, whatever. I think it's a good cause. So if you guys want uh, the links on the, on the, on the bottom of the page, uh, you can even, yeah. Yeah. So if you want to donate, feel free. If not, whatever. So yeah, I'll back that. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. But yeah. A lot of times the, for gold star families and stuff, the guys left from that unit, that may be the closest thing to family that is left. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is not uncommon in military families for there not to be a whole lot of extended quote unquote blood family outside the service. Right. Like a mm -hmm. lot of times the guys that you serve with in your unit and you deployed with and stuff, that is the family. Like yeah. that's that's it. So, well, the, the, getting gold stars out there. That's that's the last that's reunion. All the, I went that's to. all the uncles and the brothers and all that stuff are all out there. So, yeah. mm -hmm. the last reunion I went to uh, just a couple of weeks ago, we had a different kind of reunion, but something similar. Um, there was a, a sister of somebody who was in a different company than me. I didn't know her brother, but she was hanging out at the reunion with all the guys and like it meant a lot to her. I, I could see it and yeah. had a couple good conversations with her, you know? And, and, uh, so I think, uh, you know, this is something that, you know, like I said, it's a good cause, I think. So if, uh, if you're so inclined, the goal yeah. is 5,000 right now, as they look at it, it's at 1102. And it doesn't have to be huge. Yeah. Know, go yeah throw it 10 bucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever, like anything that, you know, can help clear help. tickets and yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, thanks yeah. for listening to that. And, uh, Back, Back to, to regular your scheduled program. I was going to say regular scheduled dick jokes. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, before we get into the dick jokes, I do want to talk about something that I read over the weekend that was really, really funny to me. Um, it wasn't a dick joke? No, it, surprisingly, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so in Russia, there are essentially, for lack of better words, freedom fighters that are fighting against Russian forces on Russian soil. And their end goal is to overthrow Putin. And Russia has acknowledged that this is happening. Is that what all these little drone things are about? Lately? I'm a, I'm maybe so because they didn't quote take ownership on that. But there's satellite footage of fighting, and it's funny because they found it from the geotags the Russian soldiers are putting up. Oh. And so essentially, the Russian Russian soldiers are posting on social media, thinking they're like all fucking hot shit, and geotagging the location. And these other guys are like, <laughs> "Oh, they're right here." He just posted an hour ago, and they go fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> so opsec is real, kids. Yeah. <laughs> when I your just, chain of command tells you, I find hey, it interesting. Don't that post shit. Russia, the Russian government is recognizing that they have an active rebellion on their own soil. So they... That is not, much, that is not a very Russian thing to do. They didn't outright like admit that they know that these are Russians that are attacking, but they admitted that there is there has been incidences or whatever you want to call it. They're not on, saying it's Russians, but they're recognizing some sort of insurgency. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I read this article and I was like, wow. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And it's like right, it's just happening right across the border. I watched like one of those like four minute micro news clips, not yeah. from like a major channel, but from one of the guys that like actually reports news. Yeah. And then ju <laughs> and just gave the bullet points. There was no emotion behind it and the why or anything right. like that. But it was that same thing. And it was about that the geotagging from social media 
And they're saying that even with the geotagging, if it's a moving element, they're actually able to do it because there's so many people posting. Yeah. So now they're literally triangulating position off of like who's and whose photos <laughs> and where they are. And they're able to dial in like an exact position yeah. off of whatever yeah. social media platform they're on. What, what, uh, a platform that I've seen, uh, especially a lot in the past six months or so, maybe even longer, uh, that puts out like daily headlines that are you'll, you won't find anywhere else. Uh, OAF Nation. Um. And they they'll put it on on their Instagram, and it's just you scroll through like ten slides of today's headlines. You click on their link in their bio, and they have the articles for each individual one. Um, but uh, they got some pretty awesome like in depth articles that you won't see on any major nah, news platform. I used to like that. I used to do this with a BBC. Mm -hmm. You could go to BBC, and yeah. they would have that the Weekly World Report or whatever it was. It was half an hour long. Yeah, and it was. It, like every story they told got like 45 seconds because it was a half an hour show and it was just everything yeah, yeah. that was going on globally. And, uh, and I used to be able to go and do that. And now even the BBC is like, right. One, of the, one of the Josh best that now. I look at is uh telegraph and, uh, yeah. you can go right to like the Russian links and like the pictures are all super up to date. Uh, and you see a lot of combat footage. They don't censor anything on that one. So uh, that's another good one if you want to see like unfiltered war footage. I'm uh, speaking of unfiltered war footage. Have you guys watched the greatest beer run ever? Yes. yes. What yeah, a read movie. the book too. Yeah. I didn't know he could act. I, I will say, and I know this is the biggest. I thought he was just pretty and told to a joke say. every once in a while. I didn't know he could actually like. But the book's better than the movie. Well, of yeah. course it is. <laughs> it's a big. It just goes into a lot more detail of like. Yeah, but you, you can't. Know. You can in a book. You can't do that in a movie, or well, it's, it's or it's, it's a documentary. A lot of it's in the movie, but it's it's Hollywoodized. Well, the way they explain <clears throat> it in the book is is you visualize, you understand it all. In the yep. movie, they portray the scene. But they don't go over the details of why yeah, things are the. But that's you know. the number one rule in film: is that it's show don't tell. Yeah, yeah. Like any of those movies that you watch, they're like this movie sucked. More than likely, it's because the characters. All that happens is the character just tells you everything that's going on, so you don't get to infer anything. Right. Yeah. And it's they're really fucking boring. So but imagine that. Imagine fucking being overseas, and then your fucking homeboy Steve shows up, and you're like. <laughs> Just like in the movie, like, what the, what the fuck, fuck are you, you doing, doing here? <laughs> I came to bring you a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Where's your uniform? <laughs> we watched it. We watched it uh, right before the move. Okay. Because we had the whole house was torn apart, so there was nothing to do. So it was like, well, let's start watching some of these movies that right. we've wanted to watch and haven't had gotten around to. But I was really impressed with it. But that was what I liked about it is that they were when you study media, both how I studied it in the army. And then when I studied it at film school, those, uh, the reporters that were in Vietnam that were sending home these raw images, it, when you start looking at that, that's when we started getting. So we've, we've had embedded reporters ever since, right? but you start getting it to where they're always on like a balcony, like a mile and a half away from where it's happening and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's literally, it was a ratings game. People yeah. didn't want to see it raw because it made it too real. But it's oh. very easy to be very patriotic 
when it's just kind of a background and you're not seeing exactly what we're doing. Well, the prime example of that in, in recent times, I'll, I'll, I hope a bunch of our listeners remember, but they probably don't because they're younger, but uh, watching the shock and awe of Iraq in 2003, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but they placed, essentially they placed cameras overlooking downtown Baghdad. Yep. And, and then just said, watch the light show. And that's it. And it's all it was. It looked yeah. like a little big fucking thunderstorm. Um, but if they had a dude that was, you know. Dodging it while it was going on. Ground level looking down one of the main roads. They yeah. were doing the fucking Well, the, the, light, bull runs. the lightning was, you know, ground level. Not in the sky, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but the camera was still. Yeah. The, ca- the camera's still yeah. way off. And so. Yeah. It's just this light show kind of on the horizon. Have you seen the footage of that, Justin? You, I have not. So just type in shock and awe well, 2003. I bet you'll, there's there'll he be was, still pictures, but. That mission was. We, I was, we were in Kuwait watching this. He would have been yeah. five. Yeah. We were, we were in Kuwait watching, uh, yeah. watching this. This is what it's like on the receiving end. See, this is what I'm talking Holy about. Like this is shit. the news, right? Yeah. But they're always have this like huge distance. Yeah, they're across the river. They're like a mile and a half, two miles away, just yeah. zooming in. That's what I'm talking about. It's like <laughs> mile and a half, two miles away. So we're, we're prepping the objective there, Justin. That's yeah, yeah. All, all, of, all of Saddam's palaces and shit. So when we actually got to his palaces, there would be like these huge craters and half the building missing. And so you prepped the objective very well. Well, I think they did. I don't know that they actually caused any harm like to people. Well, so a lot of this, too, was when people started marching in, and they, they were f- coming across. I don't want to call them posts, fire bases, like local fire bases. They didn't really have posts in the way that we do, like, oh, they like had, Iraqi, like check yeah, on the Iraqi side. They had like checkpoints yeah. and like little, tiny little fire bases and stuff like that. But our soldiers were going in, and there was just like piles of uniforms, that, like they'd gotten raptured, yeah. like it was just like, and uh, and it, it was after that because then we started walking in, and it was where the fuck is everybody? And it was like, Oh, right. We threw that big dick on the table and everybody was like, nah, I'm good, son. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. this. <laughs> we, we <laughs> it reminds me of Kevin Hart. <laughs> she wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> Problem is shortly after that. Because, like, what, two years later, we started talking about using less than lethal rounds during combat yeah. engagements and da 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 Justin, imagine sitting in the desert in Kuwait, knowing you're, what, 36 hours or less from flying in, yeah. and you're watching that on CNN in a tent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fucking wild. Yeah. So, Ooh. if you get the chance to talk to any of, the, like, the 25th ID guys, the guys that, like, that walked in from the border, yeah, they'll tell you stories about, like, like almost in formation, just piles of uniforms. That's fucking where crazy. these Iraqi soldiers were just like, "Yep, nope." It, like, mm-hmm. and, and then their uh, their information uh, minister, whatever his name, uh, fuck, what was his nickname? Oh, I can't uh, remember. Fuck, it was a funny one. Uh, it was saying how like Iraq was kicking our ass while we were going through, and God, what was his name? Uh, he had a funny nickname. But uh, yeah, that was that was when we were allowed to truly fight, and then they started like, oh, and we're watching this. But where where our where our camp was in Kuwait 
we're listening to the tomahawks fly over and then we're watching the impact like whatever a couple minutes later how long oh, it took. just so counted out yeah. cool and, yeah the tomahawks <laughs> are literally flying over and we're watching oh, to see what the fuck it hits it was that is yeah. so like my awesome. yeah. baghdad bob yeah, yeah baghdad <laughs> bob that's the guy <laughs> i think his real name was uh mohammed saeed sahaf yeah baghdad bob that's fucking crazy <laughs> <laughs> so y'all were 36 hours out from when this all was going on. I believe so. Yeah. Probably maybe even a little less. Yeah. yeah. Damn. It was literally that. And then everybody no, went that in. Was, like, I think we were less than that. That was the night before. It, that yeah, was the night before. It, the it next morning, been, everybody went in. Because yeah. it was Operation Shock and Awe. That was 20 years ago. I, I can't remember. It was Operation Shock and Awe. And then it was, it was air, sea, and land. Like every element went in. Yeah. So uh, like you guys all flew in yeah um 25th id and third id third id walked in well they and rolled yeah in. yeah uh 25th id walked in because well, like there was elements of our unit that drove too yeah well they had the, the what they call it the gack yeah so they had to get all of our the ground yeah. assault convoy yeah. they had to get all of our equipment to us so and uh like, and then like we flew into the rucksack on our back yeah Listening to the the guys that drove in, like they were driving for thirty six straight hours. That sucked. Yeah, and like (laughs) through dust and like, and and uh, you guys know how well maintained military vehicles are. Yeah, Yeah. peak of perfection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to refuel. Trying to fucking. uh, And you're talking about the like the main highway. There is literally mostly just compacted sand. Nice. So all of that stuff you saw afterwards, where there's like roads, we put all that in. Oh yeah. Like. That wasn't them. The stuff they put in, they don't put a substrate in and they just pour blacktop straight down. So we started rolling in with heavy equipment and the shoulders and everything started breaking away on the roads because it couldn't <laughs> it couldn't support the weight of our gear. And you know, oh God, there is an intersection country. Uh, in, in, uh, on the north side of Mosul. And it was like a trucking route. Like all these guys would get to this intersection, bang a right. And they'd go north up to like the free trade zone. And uh, in the right hand lane just from the weight of these trucks now every single one of them is overloaded and these roads aren't rated for it but the ruts where the wheels would go were like almost knee deep yeah like it was insane there's like a foot depth in, in the ruts where the tire tracks would go from these and, it, and it's on pavement it's on a road <clears throat> yeah that's um, one of those where you just let go of the wheel and let jesus take over because the, so the ruts will steer it for you yeah Shit. Yeah, that's it's autonomous driving. You yeah. set the cruise control. <laughs> autonomous yeah. driving in a jingle truck. And then <laughs> let the highway take you where it will. Allah, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest. Without the ruts, that's kind of how it works too. Allah, yeah. <laughs> take the wheel. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of driving, we had a listener comment on YouTube that he said uh, when he was younger, him and his friend's favorite pastime is there was a five-way stop intersection in his hometown, and they used to literally just go post up at that intersection with chairs and beers and just (laughs) watch the fuckery ensue. And I was like, yeah, I could see that being very entertaining. Five-way stop. You need to do the Ala take the wheel with like a Volkswagen Passat steering wheel and one red button. (laughs) <laughs> i was gonna do it with a toyota hilux yeah 
<laughs> Either way, you do multiple versions. <laughs> Just a Hilux with a tripod in the back. <laughs> and then you got to print like a dead man switch down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else is in current events? Um, <laughs> At this point, that's 20 years ago. Yeah. We're not even talking about current yeah. events. <laughs> It's timeless. We are timeless. literally discussing history right now. Uh, well, Jazz, uh, you are in a new house now. I am. I have a house. It's. I have a house. More importantly, I have an all new AC system, and that shit is amazing. <laughs> the AC system in the house worked, but it was the original one for the house. The house was built in 09. Yeah. So it was a 14 year old system. And every manufacturer out there tells you that end of cycle on any system is 15 years if you took really good care of it. Yeah. And the house was, it wasn't hot, but you could tell it was, it was a struggle. Yeah. And uh, I've got a really good friend of mine uh, that uh, is in the HVAC business. And uh, so the sellers wouldn't replace the AC. And I was like, cool, put it in the concessions. Just. Yeah. So I want this much in concessions. So we maxed out concessions because we got it quoted. And the quote was like $16,000 to replace because it's everything. Like the whole, the exchange in the attic had to come out, the condenser, all the line, like everything had to be done. And uh, so I called my buddy and I was like, can you do it? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, cool. So he came over the weekend and replaced it and it cost me 4,200 bucks. Nice. For the entire system. And he put in that, you guys seen these UV lights? That they put in. Yeah. So there's your blower and then in the cavity of the blower, they put this UV light in and all the light, all the air that passes through it passes through this UV system and it burns all like the allergens or mold or (laughs) like smoke, anything that's in the air, it burns it all out of the air so that everything going through your system is clean. That's a godsend for you, man. It makes crispy air and I'm (laughs) very, very happy with it. But, uh, but yes, we are. We are officially in the new house and it is somewhat functional. Very nice. I don't know if, I don't know where 90% of my shit is, but. It must be nice to be in a functional home. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't worry. She she gave you the look. Did she? Yeah, I could see it from here. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, oh my God. I think I got a little bit of the black backblast <laughs> from that. Don't mind me. I'm just going to hang out over here for a little bit. Kind of off frame, out of camera, out of trajectory. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just, we're very, we're very, very excited. So it's <clears throat> very nice. It was good. Uh, did y'all? I, I heard a little bit about it about Ron DeSantis announcing his presidential run on Twitter, and apparently it was an absolute shit show. Well, so Elon Musk used his account to go live, and so I was like on it right when it started, right, and I got kicked off, and I had to re get on it like I don't know, fucking ten times. But it started out, you know, there was like 50,000 and then it went up to like 700,000 people watching. And so they put out a thing that said, you know, like we overloaded the system, yada, yada. We'll be, we'll try to get in two hours. And then they went live, I think in like 45 minutes on somebody else's account who didn't have the amount of followers he did and then put it out that way. It was okay. The guy whose account they used, I can't remember who it was, but he asked some really fucking stupid questions. Like he was not, I don't know. He acted like a mediary kind of between Musk and DeSantis. And if, if he, if they would have just not let him talk, it would have been a lot better. Gotcha. But, yeah. 
Yeah. But otherwise, I don't know. I mean, everybody shit talked it. Yeah. But Trump's going to shit talk anything that opposes him. It's very true. Like, yeah, DeSantis, from, from what I could tell, he was getting hit from both sides because Trump was talking shit. And then I believe whoever's running Biden's Twitter yeah. put out that tweet that just said, here's a link that actually works. And I was like, <laughs> damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a link to his announcement where they had like, say, four things and it was just a long video of like nonsense. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's Speaking. About spicy boys. Yeah. Speaking of Biden, over under on how many falls between now oh, and that's a good question, right? Because he that last one he took was that was that was a rowdy one. That like was that, a rowdy one. He did bounce back up pretty well though for, for an old man. I, yeah. He had he, he had help on that one. Like yeah. if that was my grandpa and he fell down, I'd be like, oh my god. And then he, saw, he got back up and walked, and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, he's still alive. That's good. My favorite <laughs> meme from that is Reagan got up faster after he got shot. That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I saw the one with uh, Joe Rogan kneeling down next to him oh, with yes. the microphone. I think Justin showed that one to me. I, I even that, I actually saw that when Joe Rogan himself reposted it. Yes. <laughs> Someone, it's him photoshopped when he was interviewing Conor McGregor on the floor, and he's like sitting down, and it's just Joe Rogan just peeking out from behind the podium with the mic. <laughs> it's like, Mr. President, how we recover from this fall? <laughs> it's fucking good. Do you see cream. the? Uh, yeah. Chocolate ice cream helps a lot. Uh, the female cadet that was next in line to shake his hand, she just walked up, saw, saw him fall, stopped, kind of shrugged a little bit, turned around, and walked off. She got lucky, right? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite woman right now, and I haven't nobody's topped her yet, is that one that got that medal of freedom or whatever for the president. And he's like, she respects the office, yeah. Takes the medal, she shakes his hand, and as soon as he leaves, she just like shakes her head and gives like the biggest eye roll on the planet and shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I saw that. Like, one. didn't even wait to get well, but off he, the he podium. Was, he was doing weird shit though, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, but yeah. I don't. I I think she was willing to be recognized for whatever good work she did. And by the way, I did not look into whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, but you could tell yeah, yeah. she was not a fan of who was giving her the medal. So. Well, I think he got a little too personal. I don't know. Like, oh, he's never personal, done that. The, no. Uh, female uh, Medal of Freedom eye roll. I don't know. <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> It'll pull it up. It may, it may take me a second. Put Are you looking for the video? Type in the yeah, latest. Like, you know what I mean? So I had an awesome conversation on Friday with a lieutenant colonel. That's, yeah. that's a... So it's a plus right there. Huh? I said, that's a, a miracle right there. Right. That's, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. Cause <laughs> like you guys talk to a lot of them too. I've got a lot of them in my, we talk to a lot of people that are prior service, active military. Like we just, we deal with a lot of these people. And the only reason I'm bringing it up is the conversation I had with this guy. Yeah. Um, his whole family were regulars at my place. His kids were awesome, but he's getting ready to get a new, I'm not going to just shout all of his shit out because, but he is getting ready to go take a new command at a post and he will be the departmental command for the entire post. So they're leaving. And I was sad to see him go really like the family. The wife's awesome. He's great. Kids are great. Uh, but I was talking to him and he came to me prior enlisted guy and he went green to gold. So, and his wife was also enlisted and then she went to college, but decided to become a teacher afterwards, didn't commission. So he went green to gold and army family. Right. She was Navy. He's army. Um, 
was talking to me and he said, hey, I'm going to take this new command. You were in, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what do you look for in a new commander? And right there, I was like, (laughs) right there, I was like, okay, this is like a legitimate conversation. Right. Um, I would have just been like that question right there. That's it. Yeah. And I was like that. I kind of was like, first off, lead with that when you introduce yourself. (laughs) Like, just lead with that question. Yeah. I was like, secondly, you were not in command to micromanage. You were in command to remove obstacles, which means that you need to let your downline do their jobs. You yeah. can't be in the middle of every single one of those decisions or you'll never get them done. I was like, because if you want to be involved in everything, you're going to do absolutely nothing. Well, that and I think this coming from a guy who, I mean, whatever. I was an E5, got demoted, whatever, right? But I really think as like, you need to work for the people below you. Yep. Not for the people above you. So, and that's what I told him. And I was like, leadership's job should be to remove obstacles for those below them. Yeah. That should be their job. Their job is to get rid of problems that their downline is trying, is struggling with. Like right. you have the authority to go in and just fix that. So that's what you should be doing. You should re- be removing those obstacles so that the day-to-day stuff that your your NCOs or your your junior officers and stuff are having to do. You need to be removing the big obstacles and put that on your plate. You don't need to be worrying about the little shit. That's why you have them. And I was like, and keep your majors in check. And he was like, and he got this look on his face. And I was like, I have, I, I really dislike majors. I I have a serious problem with anybody with that rank, like outside of the medical corps, because they like doctors that just get promoted and they're they're just doctors. Like yeah. you're just getting promoted as a pay raise. Your, right. your job doesn't change. Yeah. You're still just a doctor. I was like, the problem is with majors is they don't realize what they are. And as captains, they tasted command company level, but they tasted command. Then they become majors, but majors are always like XOs or whatever. Like they lose or S shops or, or S shops yeah. or something, yeah. but they lose their authority. Essentially. They're not yeah. in command anymore. But they have this higher rank. And so they assume that now they're more important because they have this higher rank. And what what they really are is they're it's butter bar 2.0. You're field grade now, but you need to learn how to be field grade. And you have three to four years of just learning. You shouldn't be trying to be in charge. You should be learning how to be a good colonel. And if you want that star, that's what you should be learning. And I was like, so. Get your majors in check. And well, then- I think, though, all of our advice stops at star. Like, all the advice we're giving right now is not how you get a star. It's how you're a good leader. Leader, yeah. But if you want to get promoted, this is probably You've be terrible good at the politics. Advice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so it probably is. Yeah. And I was like, but these majors have the opportunity. I was like, that's when they get to go to war college. That's when they get to go do all of these things to make them good as a colonel. And I was like, but all these majors want to act like they're, you know, they're just waiting to be a colonel. So they act like one, but they don't know what the hell they're doing. And I was like, were you a good major? Or did you try to act like you were going to be a lieutenant colonel? Right. And he was like, well, you know, I was an XO and I paid attention to the guy. But I was like, right. But you were enlisted. And enlisted, we have this like whole value system of like, you need to know the job above you and the job below you. And if you have a decent NCO above you, even if you're an E5, your E6 or E7 should be training you to be an E6 or an E7. Yeah. 
And I was like, but for some reason, we don't do that with majors. We just leave them in no man's land. And then we end up with all these shitty field grade officers. <laughs> and, uh, and he actually was like, thank you. I'm actually going to listen to that. And I'm going to think about how I put in a mentorship program. Right. Because he's, he is part of Medcom. So there's just a slew of officers. Oh yeah. And it's like, and I was yeah, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know and how I was to like, even, I was like, because the officer corps, I'm not going to lie is the biggest problem in the U S army. It's not the enlisted guys. Cause the enlisted guys, even shit bags will still adapt and overcome yeah. officers though. Shit doesn't go according to plan. Then they're asking their NCOs why it didn't go according to plan, which like day two of basic. We tell, we get told no plan survives first contact. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to train for muscle memory, but plans, <clears throat> plans never survive. So I was like, just keep that in mind when you're dealing with these guys, because that's what's going to make good leadership. And that's what's going to make it run smooth. It's not going to be. And I was like, now, look, I was only ever an enlisted guy. Yeah. But I've been out a decade now and can look back at well, I think what it's, this was. It's advice from a 40 year old. Yeah. That's not, the thing. You're, they're not taking advice from any five, you know, like, and that the thing is that I'll say his name. His name's Jim. I'm not going to yeah. give you his last name. Um, but like, he's barely older than me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's older than me by like, I think three years. And it's like, you know, we could have gone to high school together, but he's a Lieutenant Colonel. Now. Right. So I feel like a lot of that advice also translates into like the civilian world of like, if you're, if you're a manager, you should do the exact same thing for everyone below you. Yep. Like get rid of the bullshit that's just going to waste time. Take away their obstacles. Yeah. That's really your only job. Mm-hmm. Hey, John. Yep. Can you pass that Basil Hayden's down? Basil Hayden. Little Chris Freeman, who's in the audience, brought us. Little Dark Rye. One of, one of my favorite Basil Hayden's. It's so drinkable. Basil Hayden hasn't really put out a bad product. The only one I don't like, and I'm not saying other people don't, it's just not for me. I don't like the Caribbean cask one. The, I, I like that The rum one or whatever. <laughs> it's it's too, I don't know. Too Did they change it? The, the cask one, they changed it. It's a different The Caribbean cask one doesn't do it for These me. other two bottles were brought by a listener, uh, Jose. Drove down, uh, oh shit, last week maybe? I fucking know. It would have had to have been last week. I think you were the only here, one yeah. one here on Friday. Yep. And uh, hung out for a little while. Uh, <clears throat> good, solid dude. Nice. Well, thank and, you, uh, Jose. Right. Brought us a, a bottle of jam and a bottle of Jameson Black Barrel. And I was told you stopped by my store. And if I did talk to you well, and I don't remember talking to you, I apologize. <laughs> he but said he that means you didn't ID way. yourself. He said and if you didn't come, then no harm, no foul. Yeah. But I was there on Friday. Yeah. I was there till like 7, 30, oh, okay. 8 o'clock. So. Yeah, it was midday, mid-afternoon. But, uh, but yeah. What are we smoking today, boys? Actually, I think most of us are on the Hero Sports. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. I think you're the only yeah. outlier. No, I, that's the one I just lit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hero Sports are... Always enjoyed by the by the show. It is. It's one of my faves. It's such a good fucking cigar. But I had to restock my my humidor at home. Yeah. <laughs> so I grabbed a lot of six sixties and Coronas. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I was out. I had like four cigars in my home humidor. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. And then it was down to like the, I don't know, the stuff we got that had no band on it from mm-hmm. way back when. And it was yeah. all trash. So <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, right, we but- need to do a cigar bonfire one of these days. Yes. Yeah. We got some shit we just got to get rid of. I wonder how the old solo stove would do with like. It would smell delicious. It would probably smell <laughs> <good. laughs> most aromatic solo right. stove ever. Yeah. We should have a little party in the parking lot and right? fucking burn some pallets and cigars. And yeah. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Oh, but. Huh. What else is new? Fuck. Two weeks? I forgot yeah. how to talk on a podcast. <laughs> I think everybody's just fucking smoked, too. Yeah. Like it's just it's been, been a long two weeks. It's been a yeah. long two weeks. It's just a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we apologize for the fact that we are, at this point, definitely mediocre. Like, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, it, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I had an interesting uh, um, I've experience, for lack of better words, over this past weekend. Uh, like I, I said before the show, I was hanging out, out in, uh, up in Austin on Saturday night. It uh, wasn't really by choice. Um, but I saw a couple of funny things. One was that, that uh, parking garages up there don't allow Chevy Volts to park the, in them. Um, and then the other interesting thing that I did is I got to hang out with a bunch of people that are, uh, very successful in life. Um, but life hasn't fucked them (laughs) yet. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it, I don't know if it will, who knows, but like, yeah, I mean, everybody has their, their hardships and, you know, childhood growing up and, you know, this or that or whatever traumas that you want to talk about. But like the majority of my friends at some point in their life have just been fucked. Like proper <laughs> fucked. Like proper. Dude, yeah. My life has properly fucked them, you know? And like, this was a gr- solid group of like 10 or 12 people that life has not fucked them. Were they happy? Oh my god! I was like, "What the fuck?" Like you were eating tacos. And like this is so amazing. Oh my god, that drink and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, "Oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough I mean, trauma it, in your life. Yeah, like, and I had good conversations with them, and they're very, they're very smart, um, like good people. You know, they don't mean any harm. They're not, you know, they don't take things for granted. Like they're, they have a good head on their shoulders. But it's just, they have this, like, I don't know. They're just different. I remember when I used to be like that. It was like, oh, I don't know, four or five business partners ago. <laughs> I remember it. I think it was like fourth grade. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. It, it kind of makes you wonder, like, if they if they were lucky enough to find a mentor that kind of was like, look... Don't do shit like this. No, but I mean, like, it, what I mean by like life fucking them, like one dude's sober because he yeah. got too hardcore into drugs when he was in college, yeah. and he's been sober for like ten years now. Yeah, um, you know, like they've all like they've all done stupid shit. Yeah, you know, but there, there's never been like a definitive life moment that like, okay, your future from here on out is going to be drastically different now. Uh, right, so you just you made a decision that has reshaped everything exactly. you're going to do. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just like they just lived like the normal, like you know, I, I partied my ass off in college. Like, cool. Did it change the outcome of the rest of your life? No, no, not really. Like, that's oh, you got a DUI. Yeah, that sucked, but shit's still going. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, 
you know, you're not just you're you're not fucked yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. It was fun. Um, yeah, that's it was a, yeah. a, definitely a change of pace of the of the people that I'm usually hanging around. <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's hard. It's I. I have a hard time talking to those people. So we have the ones that come in and they're still college students that hang out in my store. Yeah. And so they're good students. They're very smart, but these are the ones that got into gaming very young. And now they're Friday night and Saturday night as they come and hang out in my place till midnight and they game and they're, but they're, they're just pure as the driven snow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And And it's just like, Oh, you just have no fucking idea, do you? you like know, you could change your life by getting like a local strip club to sponsor a gaming night. And like all the guys would be like, What? Yeah. <laughs> and these ones are like what like one of them just graduated from college. And I'm more power to him, happy for him. Whatever. And it's hard because like, and I have another one that just graduated high school. And they want to be like, you know, I graduated and stuff like and I'm like it's everything in me just to get the bullshit phrase out of like, way to go, man. I'm like, (laughs) way to hit a fucking milestone that everybody before you did. Like you didn't do anything special. You just waited it out. Like, it's not like you showed up it. Like it's come on, man. You also, you went to public high school in Texas, but like what we're not talking about like, and it's just like, come on, I can't, I can't be excited for you. Like, you're just expected to do this. Like, this yeah, isn't, right. yeah. Like, like, what, what do you want a gold star? Like, you didn't. Well, they've been given one every day for the last. I just, I however I, many years. I can't do it. I can't do it. And like the ones that graduated college, and I'm like, cool. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? Start paying them student loans back. Well, one of them is all super excited because, so I didn't know this was a thing. Did you know that the VA has a caretaker program? Okay. I don't know. So yes. one of the kids that graduated from college is all super excited because he's going to make the most money he's ever made. He's going to get paid $1,400 a month to be the caretaker for his grandfather, who is a, a, a full disabled vet. But he lives with his grandfather and he's the caretaker. So now he's going to get paid to be the caretaker for his grandfather. And I'm like, look, man, I think it's cool that you're doing it. But I'm like, you, you, you do realize that that's like $4 an hour, right? Like, and, and it's sorry to be cold, but it's not a long lived career. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I'm like, so what are you going to do? Are you just going to not work? to take care of your grandfather so like now you're not getting longevity on the job you're not getting any sort of skill you're not doing anything other than now you think you have money because you were working part-time for something on the campus slinging pre-packed sandwiches or some shit like i don't i don't know what he did but it's nothing on the campus pays well so Hmm. i just and i'm just like but he wants to be all excited and like, tell me all about it. And I'm like, and I want to just that's, go like, that's innocence. Like, let it be. I know. Like, I, 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 wish, I wish, I wish I could get excited about. And that's what I keep having to tell myself is I'm just like, okay, you at least got to bullshit it. You at least yeah. got to be like, yeah. that's great, man. I'm really happy for yeah. you. And I'm like, cause I just want to be like, sit down and tell me what your next, I'm going to tell you what your next 25 years looks like. Just <laughs> sit down real quick. I'm going to square you away. Right. Like, but 
fuck, man. Yeah. But he keeps, but he's got that fucking government money now and he's swiping his credit card in my yeah. store. So I'm like, it's funny. Like, Thanks, VA. So <laughs> one side of the spectrum is that where it's like, you know, this kid is a caretaker for his grandfather, which I mean, is respectable. And that's um, my thing is I'm like, dude, I'm, I, I think it's awesome know, that you're willing to do that. But he's super pumped and that gets him excited. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> I had to fucking spear a Corsican ram out of the back of a side-by-side to get excited. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there's a, on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, wow, like I, Shit, I felt even, something. That's even, the first time I felt something in a while. Even buying the house. <laughs> there were people that would not stop blowing my phone up yeah. because I bought the house. And they're like, like aren't, you are you gonna excited? Look, aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? What can I see? And I'm like, you're more excited about this fucking house than I am. I'm like, yeah. fuck, here's the address. <laughs> like, I don't fucking. It's like, I'll be excited when I sell this bitch and make it, a profit. I'm like, God damn. Like. I well, I think, I think for some people that, you know, they, they look at buying a home as this like glorious milestone it's like i am a homeowner i'm like cool uh, sure you know i i, I, I only I, like it because it's costing yeah. me the same amount a month yeah except for my money is now making me money yeah absolutely instead of i'm making money for somebody yeah. else. absolutely you're, you're paying a payment but that payment is essentially to yourself right now yeah. i'm paying yeah. myself yeah. so yeah. You're, but you're, it's not you're like creating I, equity in a in a product that you I'm own a hundred square foot bigger than the house i was in it like Right. I was in a house. It wasn't a bad house. It wasn't any yeah. of that. So it's not like I did these like huge, right? You know, whatever. But it's it, now it's just okay. Now it's mine. Right. It, like so, yeah. I can change it if I want to. I can. But my money's now making me money. Yeah. And so, like, most exciting thing about it, it appraised for more than I paid for it. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> cool. I I'm already making money. It, like that's. Yeah. Other than that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's like, yeah. we're gonna come see it, and I'm like, no, it's a forest of boxes. Like I don't even know where anything is. Like, <laughs> give us like two months, maybe. Yeah. Like Justin came over, and because uh, he was like, you know, I can't wait to see it, and I was like, yeah, sure. Here's the address. I'll give you a beer. I think we walked around for 30 seconds, and I showed you the house, and yeah, I got a tour, but it wasn't like it was. It was all like, this is what this is gonna be yeah. when it gets unpacked. <laughs> like it, was, <laughs> it was, which was fair because it was. You, yeah, like there's some couches in. in it. My TV's on the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like priorities. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bet you your whiskey's set up. The bar got set up. Yeah, <laughs> the bar got set up. <laughs> I know where all the booze is. Yeah. Speaking of which, can I have some ice? Yeah. He had, a, he had some help from a freedom friend, though. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good old Kibby came by. Yeah, TJ, uh, TJ flew in from Connecticut for three days and helped me move and then flew back. Did you have to put him on your shoulders to get the TV hung up? Because I know it's pretty... That was, that was like a whole adventure, getting that fucking... So I love my TV. I do. Thoroughly enjoy it. But we have an 80-inch television. Yeah. And we put it above the fireplace. Well, I was the tallest one in the room, (laughs) which doesn't happen a lot for me. So that was cool. But as uh, light as new TVs are, they're only light at certain sizes. Right. You start getting above (laughs) those sizes and well... Like, then I don't it, give a fuck how thin it is. An 80 inch TV is then it, fucking heavy. Not, like, only, not only that, but then it translates to awkward. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so you get 38 inches of, of course, span above you. The mount I bought for it because I'm brilliant is a full motion mount. Yeah. And I don't know how many of you guys own full motion mounts and have ever put a TV on one, mm. but they, they are the worst things to move when there's like, if you're just trying to get it to move, it feels yeah. like it fights you the whole time. But if you're going to put a TV on it, it is the most fluid, easy to move device you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it got to the point to where then we had the we finally riddled it out. And it was OK. Kibby and I are going to get on these chairs and pick it up and hold it. And Caitlin, you're going to move the mount to the TV <laughs> and hook it. And right. this was like the fourth attempt at trying to do this before we finally figured out move the light thing to the heavy thing instead of trying yeah. to move the heavy thing to the, yeah. So yeah, that was, it was, it was an adventure nice. and I really didn't want our move in to start with dropping the 80 inch yeah, television. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I don't know if my, I don't know if USAA would have been super happy with me and it's like, Hey, you know that insurance policy I started four days ago. Yeah. Could that. you um, <laughs> pay out three grand on the yeah, TV? Yeah, that was fun. But it's it's hung. It works. Uh, and in a completely surprising note, the internet was super easy to do. Yeah. Uh, the house was already wired for fiber. Oh, nice. So I just called and they just sent me the new box and I plugged it in and linked it. And hell yeah. Two minutes later, I had whole home fiber. And I was like, it has never been this easy anywhere <laughs> I've ever lived. Well, that was just payback but, for the TV. Oh, no shit. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. So. I did something unusual last week. Did you I kiss a girl? No, I read a book. I didn't know you could read. I do. <laughs> Before I hear this story, can I have some more of that basil? Oh, yeah. it's, it's going down rather well. Oh, apparently it is. Holy cow. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you read? Uh, I read 19 with a bullet. It's uh, written by a guy named Granger Korf. Granger was a South African parabat, which is a paratrooper for the South Africans. Um, talking about going in and fighting Angolan rebels and all sorts of shit. And uh, the entirety of the book covered two years because it's a mandatory two-year service for South Africans. Huh. And uh, it was really, really fucking good. Hmm. So... I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. I just don't do a lot of war books. Yeah. I read a lot of sci-fi, yeah. a lot of fantasy. Yeah. I do I do war books. I guess I don't really read for... I like true story war books, though. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, been, I've been wanting to do a Jack Carr book because everybody talks so highly of them, but uh, being fiction, I'm just it just loses me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess I read to escape. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so reading just history doesn't... I, I can't stay motivated to keep reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can get through the. I don't read at all. I listen to books. Jim and I, I drive a lot. Big Jim and I had a conversation about uh, like war stories and stuff like that. And he likes a lot of the shows and stuff, but he only watches fiction. Like he doesn't oh, watch yeah. like the real thing. And even like we went to that hero sports dinner together. And uh, right when they got to the whole like, hey, let's tell a bunch of heart wrenching stories to get people to loosen their wallets up. Like all of us just went outside. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, I don't. I don't need to hear all this again yeah. and again and again. And again, and I'm like, yeah, not. But, uh, yeah. I've read, there's some, like Generation Kill was really good. Um, 
I watched the movie. I just started watching Fubar on Netflix. <laughs> oh, I saw yeah. the preview of that. It's uh, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. It really is. Yeah. Fucking Netflix. Uh, I don't have Netflix anymore. Yeah, because I fucking had my mom's Netflix and they fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. But I've got like seventeen streaming services, right. so I'm like, yeah. you know what? There's not enough on there that I give a shit about. So, but yeah, essentially, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a undercover CIA operative. Uh, and so is his daughter, and they don't know they don't know that the other one is uh, until yeah. they like find out in the middle of a mission. Isn't he like seventy something? Yeah, yeah, yep. I think he's older than that. Maybe, but is I mean, it? he definitely doesn't look young. <laughs> um, seventy five. Oh shit! But yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it's good. It's yeah. funny. I uh I so bad have y'all have y'all I know Jazz has have y'all watched Ted Lasso? Yes. I want to I'm I think I'm gonna start that this week. You need to. It's I, amazing. Just, just I, was it the season finale? That was it. That yeah, was the yeah, series yeah. finale. I've well we don't know. So now there's tweets and stuff coming out from actors that were on the show. So like you've watched the whole thing, yeah, right? Yep. So McAdoo, the captain yeah. of the team, yeah. he put a tweet out that said, uh huge thanks to uh my fans or the fans of the show then not even my fans the fans of the show jason sudeikis apple tv like everybody that put this amazing journey together to make this incredible show that's impacted so many people uh i'm going to miss you all dot 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 for now nice and like and then there's that thing at the end with the wink and all yeah. that stuff and it's like all right, motherfuckers. Like, is this over or not over? Yeah. Because this, like, this show gave me well, faith they, in humanity well, again. And like, they, they wrapped it up. Like, it could be over. Like, oh, no, 100%. Yeah. If they didn't do anything, I don't yeah. feel like they left anything no. undone. Yeah. Like, it was incredible. It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's 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 original. It's like, got everybody that you know in real life as a character in it, mm-hmm. too. Like, all the different types of personalities. Yeah. Like, they, they they do a good job. And I absolutely love that you don't find out certain things about people until like the end. It, like, like when you find out about the assistant coach, Coach Beard, yeah. and you find out his history and yeah. why he's so loyal to Ted and stuff. And you're like, yeah, the fuck? It, like, <laughs> it's been three years. It, like, when, <laughs> yeah. like it, yeah, it's masterfully done. That is, it is, it is damn near perfect storytelling. When he comes out in his fucking g-string underwear though that is like the funniest fucking scene ever just confident as fuck yeah. dude just yeah. comes out grabs coffee cups and you know and- in real life like he's probably the polar opposite of that character right yeah but do you want to talk about it i'm not ready to talk about it yet no it was it's good because when that scene happened my wife literally goes like oh my god are they sleeping together <laughs> and then they come in the room and i was like that's what they don't want to talk about yeah, like, yeah so god such a good show it is such a, yeah highly recommend if you haven't started it yet and we didn't spoil anything for that no. honestly i could spoil everything well, for you right now I've, and you'd still love the shit out of the show i've so i've i've only really seen like clips of it on like tiktok and stuff but every single clip i've seen i'm like fuck i need to watch this show it's pretty even, funny even just a 30 second little bit of it like the one that's real popular is when he's playing darts against that guy yeah. and i'm like Oh my god, this is amazing. And like, the funny the, thing the is, is that one? that yeah. scene of him playing darts yeah. is probably 
That is the cockiest you will ever see that character. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Ever. I'm gonna start that. That's week. as cocky as he ever gets. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And even then, it wasn't even like a just to prove I'm better than you. Oh, it yeah. was more of a. It was a learning lesson. There's for the a other teaching guy. moment yes. that can happen because he's a coach, mm-hmm. and that's his entire methodology behind coaching. He never once really digs into the sports thing until the third season. Yeah. When he's fucking tripped out on tea and barbecue sauce and (laughs) comes up with that and uh but the rest of it is literally uh coaching on how to be a better person yeah and uh now he will make you feel like you are a horrible human being Mm -hmm. uh that's fair that show will will make you go like god fuck i suck yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't need a show to tell me that (laughs) Yeah, but he makes you want to be better, not just remind you that you're awful. Well, settled, that settles it. I'm not watching it. <laughs> it's a great show. We started it over. Yeah. Well, now we're watching it again because there's a bunch of like set up like Easter eggs that happen that don't pay off for like 10 episodes. And so now we're watching it again to see yeah. if we can't catch all of them. So it's man, it's good. What's the other one about the news agency? Um Oh, uh, fuck. The, it's on the, Apple too, isn't it? Yeah, all the siblings. Um, Apple's crushing it right now. Their media is just next level. Uh, succession. That's a good one. It's the polar opposite of Ted Lasso. But yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Succession? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's- I want to watch... Um, I think it's called Welcome to Tomorrow. Succession makes you feel like you're a good person. <laughs> like because they're all horrible human beings in that show there's another one on apple we started watching foundation which is based on isaac asimov's book from the 50s oh i saw the first season is there a new season out there's two seasons out right now okay. it's really good we just started it but man i'm impressed uh the people that put that together and apple putting the money behind it it was for a long time, that piece of media, that book, it's a trilogy. Everybody said it couldn't be done. You can't put this on film or television. It's too big. Right. Like you yeah. just, you can't tell this story. Even James Cameron was like, you can't, you can't do this. Yeah. It, like it's too big. And so uh, the two creators of the show essentially went to Apple and was like, here's how we want to do it. And Apple was like, here's a check. Go figure it out. Yeah. And God, it's good. It is good. Yeah, and then there's a new one on there called Silo that I yeah, want to watch. I started watching it. I want to watch that. The first couple shows were their shows were good, and then I don't know. I just I zone out during it. Like oh, it doesn't, really? Doesn't doesn't hold you? Doesn't hold me. Feels like it would because you're in a closed environment because it's a murder, right? It's a murder yeah, mystery. But it, they, I don't know. It's it seems just really drug out. I guess. Can I steal this? I'm gonna steal mm-hmm. this. Oh, yeah. Have y'all seen the uh, the new Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Nope. And I kind of don't want to because I feel like it went the same way as the last Thor movie. Yeah. I feel like it's trying too fucking hard. It definitely was the least comical out of all of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, there's a couple points where it like hits home and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is like the Look, extra I am in the camp yeah. at this Marvel. point that Marvel should have just stopped at Endgame. When they wrapped up the Infinity Saga, that should have <laughs> just, just be done. Like you created a cinematic universe that will never be rivaled. Nobody will yeah. ever come close to that. It was like 26 yeah. films. Nobody's ever going to come. And they were all good. There's yeah. not even like a bad one in there. Like yeah. it's, 
even the third Iron Man was passable. Like, yeah. But uh, speaking of passable, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. It's good. Yeah. Is it? It's good. I've watched yeah. it twice. It's fucking yeah. solid. I, I watched it yesterday. I was like, I, I, can, I can deal with that yep. one. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, actually, we have Chris Freeman's in the audience right now. And uh, Chris came through as the real fucking MVP and gave me his voodoo login. And he's a huge <laughs> cinephile. Yeah. So like if a movie, the day a movie comes out, he buys it and it's on his voodoo. And he texts me and he's like, hey, this movie came out. I bought it. It's on there. So like John Wick 4 came out. He texted me as soon as he bought it and was like, the movie's on there. Like, he asked me if I'd seen Dungeons and Dragons. He was like, it's on my voodoo. Go watch it. Like, and so, uh, yeah, he's the real MVP for that one. So I'm watching all these new releases as they yeah. come out because he's buying them all. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll mooch off your account. Doesn't bother me. Question for you. Dungeons and Dragons. As someone who knows nothing. You don't need to know D &D, fuck all about yeah. the game and still, still enjoy, enjoy that movie. Yeah, yeah. But right, if cool. you know yeah. the game. Yeah. Like I'm intimately familiar with the game. You just get a little yeah. more out of the movie. There's so much stuff buried in there. Yes. That if you have if you've played and you've played for a long time, uh -huh. you see stuff. And if you know the old media, like the show from the 80s, there's a bunch of shit you recognize. Like it's <laughs> really good. But you can know fuck all. And still enjoy it. And still enjoy that right. movie. Because I saw I saw the previews and stuff like that, and it looked it's good. good. It is also, I saw a review that said it was Chris Pine at his Chris Piniest. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Until you and watched it. And then I watched it, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is Chris Pine at his Chris Piniest. That is, <laughs> that is maximum Chris Pine. The, the, one, the one point that made me laugh, like literally busted out laughing, was the dragon. The chonky dragon. <laughs> Such a chonker. Yeah. It's really good. It's thoroughly yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. And yeah. uh, now it's on Paramount Plus. So yeah. if you have Paramount, you can just watch it. Yeah. That's that's where that's where I watched it. So Hell yeah. That's Paramount. awesome. Yeah. No, yeah, like, if, if you've if you've never played yeah. the, the game ever or even you been exposed it. to it, you can sit and watch that and just enjoy the movie. Hell yeah. It's it's good entertainment. I was worried it was going to be super campy, but it's I, not. You know, and that was one of the reasons, like, I'd seen it. That's seen paladin, it available the paladin character is my yeah, favorite yeah. character in the whole movie. I'd, I'd seen it available for, like, the last three or four days. Really and I was good. like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. And then I watched it yesterday. I was like, yeah, I'll probably watch that one again because it's just a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um. Do you remember what the Navy posted for Gay Pride Month? It, it, yeah, Happy Pride Month to everybody, but, by but the way. Do you um, remember what the post was? Well, it was a picture of a battleship, a picture of a submarine, and a picture of something else Navy-related that had the rainbow flag, and it just said Pride. Cel we, Navy celebrates Pride Month or something. The reason I ask is because it's no longer there. <laughs> Um, I I replied as warfighter on that one, and I said all I said was Jesus fucking Christ. That was my reply, and I had like I don't know fifty likes on it or something. But I, I was just because I was going to check and I was going to talk yeah. about it, and I couldn't find the post, and I was like, "What the fuck?" So look, they replaced it with a different one, and it has like a mem memorandum for distribution, like a copy of the actual you know yeah. memorandum. Um, but they they pulled that post and they pulled that picture. I don't know, I. Here's my deal. And yes, happy Pride Month. Yeah. Do your thing. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You get no judgment out of me. I I just 
I don't understand why the fuck the Navy needs to chime in at all. At all. It was at all. Only the Navy and the Coast Guard. And the Air Force Reserves. And the Air Force Reserves. But, but all other branches didn't post anything. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Look, we got rid of Don't Ask, Don't Tell. You can be openly gay and you can be in the military. Yeah. Fucking cool. I don't give a shit. Just show me your proficient at your job. That's all I... Yeah. Honestly, I don't wear the uniform anymore, so it doesn't really fucking matter to me. But if I was in when they repealed it, I'd have gone, cool. You do you. Yes. But as far as the nine to five shit is concerned, you need to be proficient at your fucking job. That's but, but all like, I care about. In, in a branch of service, as a service member, there's certain things you're not allowed to have a public opinion about. I kind of expect that from the service themselves. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't celebrate. You shouldn't discourage. You shouldn't. It should just you allow it or you don't allow it. Yeah, you're impartial. Either you're way. impartial. It as a branch of fucking service. Yep. Right. Like okay, so you you celebrate Pride Month. So are we going to celebrate every other thing except for? We can't say Merry Christmas, but we can say Happy Holidays. You know, like, I well, mean, and that's, so that's like, my whole thing is just like. So you say Pride Month, right? How many dedicated days per year do you think that the LGBTQ community has? If you're gay or not gay. Just that, like, this is a, a you know, like, like June is Pride Month. And then, like, this is National Blah, Blah, Blah Day. I have no and idea. Blah, blah, you know. How many do you think? Just take well, a guess. I'm pretty sure if you're gay, it's all 365. But how many are like, uh, I wouldn't really say recognized days, but how many are like. Um, Unofficial holiday bullshit. Uh, yeah. Organized. <clears throat> like to, like this date is for this. I don't know. I know yesterday was National Cheese Day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where's Navy? Navy. Where are you at on Tuesday? I'm going to guess 65. <laughs> okay. Google it. Um, but if. I remember right. I read an article about this, and it was something like 156 days, um, out of the year. So you can be proud to be gay for half the year. No, those are like 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 uh, National Tequila Day. It's like something like that. Like it's not a holiday, but it's like the the day that you're supposed to recognize whatever it is. No name calling week. I think. I think that was something else. I'm trying to find it. That said, that was an LGBTQ holiday. It was no name calling week. I'm sorry, but you want to feel like you're a bad motherfucker? Get somebody from that community to tell you that you are bad bitch or tell you yes queen or anything like that. And you're fucking, you're high on life for the rest of the day. It's like a black man complimenting your shoes. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to stand by my equal, but not fucking special. Like, and why a branch of service acknowledges this. The branch of service should be so neutral. You should be like, like, celebrate, shoot him in the face day. Fuck. Like, that's how we were taught, though, is that none of Jesus Christ, that's a list. Yeah. That's, it's a list. We were always taught that, like, nothing about you fucking matters because right. everybody here is green. Yeah. Everybody's like, the that's same. what we were taught was you were all equivalent pieces of shit. Yeah. But, like, yeah. that's. Uh, Excuse me, 145 calendar days. That's insane. That's what it was. Jeez. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. It's equivalent, but not special. Yeah. Like you, you don't get, there's nothing special about it, especially within the military. 
Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like it's nothing. Yeah, like like it, to spend dollars on recruiting, like uh, I don't know what. Per- it also doesn't help. What with percentage? The what percentage of the U.S. is LGBTQ plus? Uh, fuck it, say thirty percent. I think we did this one time and it was a lot higher than I thought. That's why I want Justin to look. But like, and of that percentage, what, how many do you think actually want to join the military? So at, do you have it yet? Uh, well, these numbers are all over the place. Yeah. Oh. I'm looking for it. We'll go with the peacock. What does the peacock say? It says 2012 was 7.1. 7%. So seven, that was 2012. Well, a lot's changed since then. Yeah. So say it's 20%, 20% of the population. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's 7%. It's got to be higher than that. Say it's 20. I'm going to go. I'll, I'll sign off on 20. So 20% of the population is LGBTQ. Of that 20%, how many do you think are actively even remotely give a fuck about joining the military? Maybe 5% of those. Well, that's a that's a big ask. Yeah, five percent seems aggressive. I mean, think, so, think of the percentage of the of of the U.S. population that is. It's less than one percent yeah. that ever joined. No, no. So of the twenty percent that are LGBTQ, say five percent are, that would equal what? Like two point five percent of the whole population? No, probably less than that. It would be less than one percent. Less than one percent. So you're you're spending recruiting dollars. On trying to recruit less than one percent of any person even remotely interested in joining the military. Are you trying to say that the government spends money? Why not for no reason? But like, why? <laughs> I I don't think that's why they're they're not they're not putting that out to try to get that 0.5 percent or whatever to join the military. They're putting that money in there to stay like, all right, no one's yelling at us right now. Like we acknowledged it, we we look like an ally. Uh, they got yelled think, at by somebody, or you don't take post down. You don't take post down because everything went according to plan. I think it's I think it's a no win situation. First, that's why like you just that. don't, that's but, why you don't acknowledge the exactly. fucking shit. Exactly. That's you just, but you don't but, do anything. But yeah. now, but nowadays, like, if you don't acknowledge it, then you're going to get yelled at by that very small group. Yeah, but then you release the statement that says we don't acknowledge any lifestyle choices. We don't do holiday posts. We don't do religious posts. We don't yeah. do lifestyle posts. Mm-hmm. We don't do anything. The only thing that the military is allowed to chime in on, and I get it, is you want to chime in on Veterans Day? You get to chime in on Veterans Day. You can chime in on Memorial Day. Yeah. You can chime in on Armed Forces Day. You can chime in. like That makes sense. That like, all makes logically, sense to right? me. Other than that, you keep your fucking trap shut because that's not your job. Don't don't eat airsoft pellets. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> um. Whoever runs or whoever used to run the HK Twitter account <laughs> needs to be the one that runs all DOD accounts. What? The one that put the bullets in the mag backwards? No, 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 no. The one they just fucking troll everyone. Uh, oh, nice. and it is gold. Like absolute gold. I don't know if they still Wendy's? do it. What's that? Are they better than Wendy's? But They're well, like, right up there like with them. Like, if the Wendy's military was going to make an LGBTQ yeah. post, it should have been the army wishing the Navy... Happy Pride Month. 
Well, that's what I mean. You hire one of these people, like from right. either Wendy's or HK, to run all these DOD. That's the post that's going to happen. You know, absolutely. <laughs> They'll make an Uncle joke about the Marines, like right. you know, something. It's just it's it's so bizarre to me that no one can take the route like what Jazz was talking about, where it's like we don't fucking care what you are. Yeah, we don't we don't care if you yeah. if you serve your nation honorably, you got our support. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yep, like you know, we don't I, care. And I, I was listening to dan holloway talk about pride month and he brought up a good point he's like what is there to be proud about what did you it's it's something you are not something you've accomplished right yeah like i don't know i mean am i gay i don't know are are you proud of being straight i am but i don't take a month to celebrate it you be really you're proud to be straight or are you just fucking like I'm just fucking straight. I'm, I'm not pr- I am I am fucking proud that I've never taken a dick in my ass. <laughs> I, I am proud that I've made it this long in life and that's never happened. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> John John must think my ether bunny statements are jokes like I don't know. Yeah, but the thing is that you could just be a top and not know it. Well, you know what? I'm proud that I don't know it. <laughs> well, like, like I'm not proud that I'm white. I'm just white. I'm not proud that I'm a man. I'm a man. I'm not proud that I'm yeah. straight. I'm just fucking you straight. You didn't accomplish anything. I didn't accomplish. It just I just, just, I just am that. Yeah. I don't need to be proud of it. I mean, I'm not. Not. I guess you know. I don't know. Like, I'm proud of Warfighter. It's something we put together right. and accomplished. Right. You built it. Yes. It, like you did something. Yes. I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud. We've had this conversation before about we live in a black and white world now, though. There is no like in between area. So it's like, well, if you're not proud to be straight, then are you ashamed to be straight? It's like, no, I'm just fucking straight. Like it just, that's it. It like you have your preference and I have mine. Like Like if we go to Baskin Robbins and you get fucking Rocky Road and I get fucking mint chocolate chip and we both go like, I don't like those flavors. And it's like, okay. Yeah. It, like, like, it, if, it like, if one, if, it if doesn't matter, it doesn't mean that I hate my, yours. If it's one just... of my close friends were like, I'm gay, my reaction would be like, Well, I mean, Gary comes in here all the time, it's true, right? <laughs> and we don't give him, I mean, we give him shit, but not because of being gay. Yeah, but, I make fun of Gary for being a felon, yes. not for being gay. Yeah, <laughs> the only time we'll make fun of you about being gay is if you don't want to be gay and you end up being gay, then we'll make fun of you for being gay. <laughs> Hence the ether bunny. Yes. I think that's, <laughs> AKA Pretty the struggle sure you snuggle. just said rape. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, a, str- yeah, it's well, a struggle. Gary snuggle. was a felon and in prison, so we make fun of him for being gay, but he didn't want to be gay. <laughs> I, I don't know. He worked out a lot in prison. You don't do that unless you're trying to be attractive. I see in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, the only the only like, real reason I have ever seen for working out as hard as anybody works out is to look good while fucking. Yeah. Nobody can give me another reason. They can't. They're like, well, I want to be at the pinnacle of performance. And da 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 like, to look good while fucking. Like, that's that's <laughs> the actual reason, right? Like, you're trying to build something that's attractive. Right. You just want to look good while naked. Yeah, because if not, then you'd just be a strong man. Yeah. So, they don't care how they look. They just lift a million fucking pounds. Right? <laughs> like, nobody's looking at Obi and going, like, you pretty as fuck. Well, I mean, yeah, somebody he might. He's, he's strong but, and pretty. He's strong <laughs> and pretty. But, like, but no, if like you're working it, out that hard in prison. Like, like you know, like, I don't know. Do, does the, the angry LGBTQ community think that, 
well, I, I don't know. If somebody came up to me and was like, I'm gay, I'd be like, great. Cool. Like, don't care. <laughs> right? Like Zero impact on me. It, it yeah. changes nothing. It changes nothing. I think yeah. like what you were saying is like, you're proud. You're proud of Warfighter. Yeah. Because it's something that's been built from the ground up, right? right. I think the whole like being proud of being gay is it's it's people that are making that their whole identity and that's yeah. like that's that's what they got to show they're like i'm i'm proud to be gay and it's like but like you said and like it's been said for years you don't pick to be gay you just are you just are so it's cool it, yeah whatever yeah. fucking who cares who fucking cares yeah. yes. what did you do are you good at your job like i, I am like, proud, i'm proud as fuck that i have blue eyes right i'm I fucking proud of my blue eyes god damn it what does that mean? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> no. Like, oh, you worked really hard to have blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, part of me did. Oh, <laughs> did you guys see God, that so they uh, they had that uh, video snafu shit show on Twitter for uh, that? that It's like an hour long documentary called What is a Woman? No. Oh, you haven't seen it? I Fuck mean, it. I don't know. Watch how you can, it. I don't know how you can, Matt Walsh. I don't know how you yeah. can turn that into an hour. It's oh, about watch a it. three second. It's painful. Watch it. Yeah. Essentially, it's all painful. essentially all this guy does is he goes around and he interviews these like high up people, like professors and all kinds of shit, and has, starts a conversation with them, and then asks the question: What? Okay, what is a woman? What's your definition of a woman? And nobody can fucking answer it. Well, they can't. And it's, but it's like, as well, soon no, as that question happens, is, yeah. like the, when you have learned people that try to answer a straight up question like that, what is a woman? You have to go into hard definitions that no, are science backed to get a definition. Yeah. Well, as soon as you get hard definitions involved, then the whole, because I feel like that doesn't work. Yeah. You can't argue you can't argue did you, feeling. Did you see the one as a definition? I can't remember who it was, but one of the guys that does public speaking, some guy in the audience, you're like, "What's your definition of a woman?" And he threw it back on him, and he's like, "What do you do for a living?" He's like, I, "Oh, I'm yeah, an, the I, EMT." Yep, yes. I'm, I'm an EMT. Yeah, you know. So the the guy's like, "Well, say you come to a scene and somebody's says he's in labor. Says he's in in labor. What is a guy?" But as a guy, like, and the dude's just like, well, yeah, you, you know. Yeah. You, Do you accept that as the reason that he's yeah. in distress? And the EMT was like, and you can see that he's like, there's no fucking way out of this. Like, yeah. there's no, there is no yeah. argument here. And he's like, well, no. And it's like, well, there you go. It, like, yeah. the biology isn't, well, it, I, fuck it. We've talked about the Bud Light thing. Can I preface this by, I can vouch for everybody in this room that we legitimately don't give a fuck what you do behind closed doors. I absolutely don't. I don't yeah. fucking I just, care. The only thing I care about is that you're loud, but loud, loud outside about who's it. Who's the bud like? Dylan Mulvaney. There you go. Has now apparently come out as a lesbian. So this is a dude dressed like a chick that digs chicks. If you're I, a dick, I've come out as a lesbian a I was long time say, ago. Maybe yeah. I am part of this community. I just didn't know because I used to try to use that line when I, I was in the military. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a lesbian trapped in a guy's body. I use it on my wife I didn't all know the time. It was a fucking thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Michelle's uh, take on that? You know, I was just hoping I could be lesbians together with her. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but yeah, apparently come out as a lesbian. And makes, then there was a video a that a guy put out that like did it as an equation. <laughs> like a math equation. 
And it was literally like dude over D because dude has D. <laughs> then you have dude over V. Well, dude over V plus V. But dude has D. So if it's D plus V, D plus V equals S. S stands for fucking straight. It, like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, like, and it's like, yeah, it, like, like I've met straight drag queens. Yeah. Like I've met drag queens that have wives. So yeah, like, we were in the infantry. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All those stories are starting to come forward about like the drag shows that happened during world war two and shit. Like the NWR would put on and like generals were showing up in drag oh, yeah. and they were doing these drag shows deployed and all that shit. Like, and it's like, yep. Nope. The greatest generation dressed in drag straight you know as a fucking you know arrow. Why? It's funny. It's funny. I had a buddy of mine. In it's Ari- not serious. A buddy of mine in Arizona. It's hard to be taken serious. My buddy, Eric. When he turned 20, wasn't even of legal drinking age, we told him that we'd take him to the bars with us one day, day for day drinking. But he had, it was all on our terms. And like, we knew all the bartenders and it was what it was. And he's like, I'm in, done. So we got him this like skin tight little red fucking mini dress, right? And it's fro wig. And we took him to like, Nine bars. <laughs> Wait a minute, did you guys pay for everything? Oh, yeah, 100%. How do you sign up for this? Right? <laughs> but it was amazing. You like, wouldn't even need a win. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing because like, I still have pictures somewhere. I don't know, I'll have to dig them out at some point. But we have pictures of us going like, like we went, in, we went into Hooters and he was dressed like that. And we walk into the bathroom and he's standing at a urinal with this front of his dress pulled up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like people would walk in and they're like, oh, rough day for you, huh? And stand next to him, you know? <laughs> But like now my response every time would just be like free tab, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but nowadays, if we would have done that same thing, oh, and we went into crime. Hooters and he walked into shaming the, somebody, right? We no, pissed. no bullshit, bullshit. You could have pulled it off today because who the fuck is going to question him? Who's going to question because him? Because he was in because he he looked like a, a woman, right? In theory, <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't. But yeah, but nobody but he's in the male restroom. Yeah, but nobody can question you that can't shit say today. Anymore. Usually, it's the other way around, though. No, no. Like People, if a female goes into a male oh, restroom, nobody that gives a shit. Yeah. Dudes that are dressed like chicks want to go piss in the chick restaurant. Yes, that's, that's, that's what you're saying. Loud. Either way, I don't think you can say anything. I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm standing in Twin Peaks at the urinal and some chick walks into me and, and up next to me and fucking pulls her shit out and just like pulls her hood back and just start fucking starts pissing in the urinal. I'm fist bumping her before I leave. Like, because that's what, just impressive. What, work. what if you think this chick walks in, pulls her dress up and starts pissing and you look over and you're like, fuck, dude, like. <laughs> what am I going to do? No weight fits underneath that skirt. It's only four inches long. Yeah, <laughs> Your skirt's shorter than that. The only thing, thing mini on you is that fucking skirt, sir. They <laughs> <laughs> just shop at Target with a new tuckable swimwear. <laughs> I, uh, speak, did y'all see Target took a took a big old hit? Yeah, because they had some Satanist. It was what they were designing like kids shit. Yeah, but it was all okay. So weird. Yes, stuff. but to be clear, yeah, they designed Target standard stuff. Start it, Target has a QC. They see everything that they're going to put out, and the designer did some stuff that passed Target QC, and it was for Pride Month. Then it came out that this designer's Etsy store. No, I've seen this shit in Target. It's it's in Target. Okay. Yeah. And I'm wrong. 
because I, Michelle and I, I don't remember when it was. It was a while back before all this new shit came out. And I'm like, who the fuck would buy this for their infant? It was just, it just shit that didn't make sense. Well, I mean, half the shit out there doesn't make sense to me anymore. Yeah. But. but I mean, like, like if you wanted a little rainbow shit to be cute and whatever, but like, this was like, like. Yeah, I don't think you can, you can put pride stuff on somebody that can't talk. Yeah, it's weird. Like, right? I don't. No expression of opinion. You're just that's 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 called grooming. <laughs> for those of you that aren't aware, and it is actually Didn't it's it? it's a psychological it's it's psychological well, we, abuse. If you were grooming fair, somebody we, we into all, a certain personality, we all groom our kids, right? Some of us just try to groom them to not be assholes, but right. But you like. Your parenting style is you set like left and right limits and you can be whatever you want within those left and right. Yeah, limits, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, Hey, don't do this. Like this is where it's, it's too it's, far it's, on the left. This is where it's too far on the right. It's never, you have to do this. And if, but if, as long as you're kind of in between those left and right limits and it's mostly for safety yeah. and right, you know, and like you said, don't be a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like you can't do this. Yeah. But if, as long as you're inside those limits, Okay. But if you were grooming your child into a certain belief structure and everything, this is why I have a, I'm going to fucking say it. And some of y'all aren't going to like me. I have the same problem with grooming children for your religion. Well, they are not it's, old enough. It's not to choose for themselves. They don't believe shit. They are believing whatever the fuck you told them. They don't believe. So you're going to take them to church and be like, no, my child loves vacation Bible school. Really? That one that doesn't know how to piss in a toilet understands who its creator is. Like that's full existential yeah. realism within well, your at, toddler. At, so like at, that's what at, I'm supposed to believe. At some point, they quit believing in Santa Claus too. Yep. You know, like you want them to, you want them to be able to think for themselves and form their own opinions. First off, I am an almost forty year old that still believes in Santa Claus. Well, I didn't say he wasn't real. I just said <laughs> a lot of kids quit believing. Quit believing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) But it's still grooming. That's still grooming. And like, we only want to give it to like pedophiles and shit like that. And it's like, nope. if you are changing somebody's mental status to believe something because you want them to believe it, that is grooming. That is literally, that is advantageous cognitive dissonance. That's what that is. And you're a bad person for doing it. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There goes all of my hashtag team jazz. Nobody. Fucking <laughs> 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 Anyways, sign us off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shark Tobacco. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I want to say that uh, or not. <laughs> no. uh, brought to you by tobacco.com. Use that code FTFO. Score yourself 15% off all those nice smoky treats. Uh, wellness.us. Uh, Freedom Friends 25, quarter off your order, order over there, all your CBD needs. Um, Freedom Friends 10 at ictech.com, our IC Tech coolers uh, for those who get it. And uh, uh, grillyourassoff.com slash Freedom Friends podcast, 15% off all your tasty meat needs. Um, other than that, uh, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your fucking mom's friends. And then go buy a fucking rocks glass from Warfighter so that you can do this. I'm going to raise my glass. Say thank you to you, boys. Bring here's my freedom, to, here's friends. to being equal. Yeah. But not fucking but special. But not fucking special. Three easy things. Words to live by. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter what month it is. 
You can do them all the time. It doesn't yeah. matter which way you swing either. Yep. No. No. Your first one? I got it. What is it? I'm a fucking smoke on. Oh. Uh, drink on. And God damn it, boys. Free, Free the, the fuck, fuck on. on.